Good morning, everybody. Hey, welcome to this Monday. It is Thanksgiving week, November 21st. I hope that you guys had a great weekend and getting ready for Turkey Day coming up here pretty soon. Before we know it, be Thanksgiving. I hope you have lots to be thankful for this year. As we head into this week, we'll see what comes up. I know last week, at least on Friday, we ended up in, a, in pretty decent shape. We'll talk about Disney, I'm sure, this morning. A lot of changes happening over there uh, at Mickey Land. So we'll talk about that and more when Dave joins us here in just a few moments. Until then, tight. We had a little power failure here on Friday. I'm glad I grabbed a few extra seconds to check my buttons so Philip Statler can hear me. It's time now to find out what the uh, markets are doing to your IRA and your 401k. We do it every morning at this time. And yes, yes, he's back from three days of continuing education and ready to fill us in as to uh, what's going on and uh, solid advice for anybody getting ready for retirement. Philip Statler from Statler Financial Services is here. Good morning, sir. Hey, good morning, Dave. Hey, doing well today. Yeah, I had three days of uh, of meetings, but uh, good meetings, getting ready for 2023 and trying to plan ahead and and finding ways that we can serve our clients even better. So um, so excited about that. But hey, it's Turkey Week, so uh, a short week this week. Absolutely. Setting the table Friday wasn't a bad day after all, up 199 on the Dow. S&P was up by about 19. NASDAQ was dead flat, solid even at $1.10 up. But everything was green, even if it was kind of seafoam green for the NASDAQ. And then over the weekend, everybody started thinking, okay, fine. This is the week in which we worry because Black Friday's coming. And uh, we're going to be focusing on retail gossip and retail trends for a big chunk of the week because that's what everybody else is going to be doing, I assume. Well, of course, you know, Black Friday, they'll be comparing Black Friday from this year to last year to the year before that to see um, how it starts to stack up with uh, with the past because, you know, retail sales are uh, kind of really the backbone of our economy. And if, if they can see that it's sliding, then that kind of gives credence to the fact that, you know, retail is going to have a rough quarter this quarter. Absolutely. I've got, I've got kind of a war of two projections that I found this morning on my tip sheet. MasterCard is uh, wearing real rose-colored glasses. They say they see Black Friday as being like a 15% bump year over year for Black, Black Friday sales. Walmart, on the other hand, uh, says that their U.S. stores are expected to only post about a 3% same-store sales increase for the fourth quarter. Both are optimistic. Both are increasing. Increases, but that 15% just kind of makes me sit up and wonder what in heaven's name they're smoking, right? Yeah, that's a pretty big expectation um, yeah. from MasterCard. I'm, I, I'm just not seeing that in the numbers, especially as we continue to see layoffs increasing. So uh, I'm, I'm trying to figure out where, where they're reading, what tea leaves they're reading there. I, I don't know. It just kind of threw me for a really big loop and just gives us the range of the projections and it kind of underscores what the uncertainty is like at the moment on both the markets and on the retail front. Uh, one thing we do know that is certain is Disney stockholders like it when they can their CEO and bring the old guy back, don't they? 
Yeah, they really do. You know, that's top news this morning, uh, Dave, is that uh, Disney bringing back uh, Bob Iger as their um, CEO, their chief executive. So um, kicking out Bob Chepek and uh, and uh, Bob Iger is coming back in. I guess, you know, when your job, when your retirement depends upon that company, you know, stock options and stock prices and maybe, you know, when you don't see don't like what's happening there you just you know come back in and kick him out and take over again <laughs> not it's not good for your career to tank a board member's income is it no definitely not not definitely not so uh so we'll see if Iger can turn it around uh obviously they're liking what, him just stepping back in because the stock's up almost 10 percent this morning yeah, I was going to say, a few minutes ago, I looked at it. It was over 9% up just on the basis that they uh, canned the CEO and brought in the old guy again. Uh, the other thing I got out in terms of my tip sheets and stuff is after a really crummy year, I mean, your year-to-date 401k, if it's in a lot of equities, probably is looking really owly right now. Goldman Sachs, uh, one of their analysts, came out this morning saying that he expects the market to enter what they call hope mode for next year hope mode and that means they're saying buy stocks generate more commissions for us because we want to sell you stocks so we're calling it hope mode because it'll bail out our trading income i suspect <laughs> maybe so i used to have a friend that used to say you know when you have things like this this the time we're in you get in this um hopeism you know and uh, <laughs> so uh so it's uh, it's interesting to hear that uh, that word being used a, a little different way again. So, but it, yeah, it, it beats the word uh, capitulation. That's for sure. That's for sure. It definitely does. It definitely does. So, uh, we continue to, uh, you know, our numbers. That's becoming more and more important. And uh, the Fed uh, minutes come out this week. I believe I saw somewhere on my calendar. So, mm-hmm. um, heading into Thanksgiving could be a little bit of a tumultuous day. And that's the thing, given the fact that we're starting to actually talk out loud about the notion of the uh, the Fed pivoting and cutting back on the interest rate increases next month, uh, that's been the fuel behind a lot of the market rally for the last week. I kind of wonder if those minutes, and I think they're due out Wednesday afternoon, about the time everybody's already headed for the free eggnog on the way out the door on Wall Street, uh, when that uh, when those minutes hit and we find out that the uh, Fed governors that are going to be in place for the December meeting all want to really whack us with two-by-fours, I'm wondering what the end of the day Wednesday could look like. Well, that, that's right. I mean, I think that will weigh heavy. Um, as well as, I mean, let's face it, Dave, there's a lot of stuff that comes out on Wednesday. I mean, way more than normal. Um, because they moved the initial jobless claims from Thursday uh-huh. to Wednesday because of the holiday. Um, mm-hmm. We have the, the manufacturing PMI, the services PMI coming out. You've got new home sales coming out. So a lot of stuff, durable goods. So, so we have a lot of things coming out on Wednesday. So on Thanksgiving Day, when I'm working and you're smarter than I am and not working, we're going to have a seismograph for me to talk about about what happened the day before, I'd wager. I'm guessing you will, based on some of the things (laughs) I'm seeing here, because a lot of that comes out after 830. Absolutely. And with the government offices closed on Friday, it's going to be a whole lot of futures trading. And the futures have a tendency to be a little bit more... uh, well, let's let's say excitable than the uh, than the actual equities trades as well. So it could be kind of interesting watching the markets as they uh, warm up for Friday and uh, no government rewards to stabilize them on Friday. Thursday could be an interesting chart on the futures. 
No, definitely, definitely could be, Dave. <laughs> Other tidbit information we've got going on this morning is Monday is always a pretty slow day. Uh, you found a report on CarMax. Uh, that, the, I mean, we, we, we talked about them for Carvana, rather. Uh, we've talked about them before running into some hard times. Somehow automobile vending machines haven't really fallen on good times. Now they're doing layoffs, and there's some doubt they're going to survive, huh? Yeah, there is. There was a uh, Wall Street Journal quoted some analysts that were saying online that used car dealer, the Carvana, could run out of money within a, a year here. Um, and then they also announced on Friday that they were laying off about 1,500 workers. So I'm not sure what percentage that is of them, but uh, but that's a pretty substantial number of folks getting laid off. And so they're getting beat up pretty big today. Friday, they were down 3%. This morning, they're down another 5%. So still not to their 52-week low yet, Dave. They got a little ways to go. Nothing like rumors were going out of business in order to tank a stock. I'm surprised they're not on their 52-week low by now. Well, you know, they're they're getting close. I mean, they're right now they're 765. Their 52-week low is $6.50. But get this, Dave. Mm. Their 52-week high? You'll like this. $296. Holy crap. <laughs> that's, that's a trading range if I've ever seen it. I remember Carvana got into some difficulties up in the Tampa corridor where the uh, local dealer up there was having difficulties transferring the titles fast enough and got some customers in trouble with the state. I don't know whether that's a national problem that comp- companies had or not, but it's obviously fallen on some real bumps in the road for the last few months, haven't they? Yeah, it really has. And so we'll see. They, they, you know, it's going to be interesting to see if they become, uh, if they stay a viable company based on some of that news. Interesting business plan for the peak of, you know, when economic activity is at its peak. But when things get dicey, you know, being able to shake hands and see something hands on just seems like a better way to do business, I think, for a lot of customers. A uh, lot, a lot of reports out this morning as we kind of put the ribbons on earnings season. But uh, if it's got to be Smuckers, it's got to be good. Tell me they had a good report. They did. They came out and uh, beat the top and bottom line uh, for this last quarter. They, uh, you know, their Smuckers is the maker of the jellies, but they also do Folgers and Jif and Milk Bones, so they take care of your dog too. So, um, and they raise their full year forecast, which is always something that traders like to see. Um, they were up about three percent earlier this morning, but they have dwindled back down to basically even right now. All right, I see them up about one percent of my delayed quotes. The trend isn't positive. I didn't know they owned all those other companies, though. That's interesting. Yeah, I didn't know they owned those brands either. They kind of diversified. Resetting the table, it was a modest amount of green ink, a good amount, as a matter of fact, in the blue chips on Friday. Forty-five minutes before we open trading for a short trading week this week. How are we doing, Philip? Well, we got some pink around the edges here today, Dave. We got the Dow down. Oh, less than a tenth of a percent. We got the S&P 500 down no oh, three tenths of a percent, and the Nasdaq 100 down a half a percent. So, um, some 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 red ink. Then we've got uh, silver down almost seven tenths of a percent, still well above 20. Um, and then we've got gold down uh, a six tenths of a percent, and they're sitting at about seventeen hundred and forty three dollars an ounce. And crude oil was a surprise for me, Dave. I really hadn't followed it last week, but uh, down below 80 this morning, uh, down eight 
almost uh, nine-tenths of a percent this morning to $79.44 a barrel. Wow, sure. It's staying there. We dipped below 80 briefly on Friday morning, and I was kind of hoping it would stay put. Kind of nice to see it back down there again this morning. World markets overseas were a mixed bag in Asia. Hong Kong did not have a good day. They were down 1.8% at the close. The rest of the markets in the Asian rim were relatively flat with a little touch of green or a little touch of red, and that's about it. European markets are trending modestly downward midway through their day. Trying to get a picture as to what one's retirement looks like takes a plan, and finding a plan takes a pro. How do I get a hold of you to work a plan out for me, Philip? Dave, that's exactly why we developed our core retirement design to help folks design the retirement they always dreamed of. Give us a call at 863-382-0037 to schedule your core retirement analysis. And then join us this weekend for the Statler Financial Radio Show, 6 a.m. and noon on Saturday, 10 a.m. Sunday morning on Highlands News Talk, 730, 95.3 FM. And back here together again tomorrow, same time on Light FM. Philip, thank you. I'll see you then, all right? All right, buddy. You have a great day. Thank you. It's 105.7 Light FM and Statler Financial Services. Philip Statler. Hey, folks, again, I want to thank you for joining us today. I hope your week gets started well. I hope you'll join me again tomorrow, same time, same place. And Dave and I will talk about what's happening in the markets then. Until then, see you later.